Welcome to Lifestyle with Dr. Moby. Today's guest is about story for disabilities and how Anthony made life with his disabilities. So let's learn from him firsthand. Thank you for joining. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Lifestyle with Dr. Moby. And today we have great guest and with me co-host Carl on the phone. Hi, Carl. How are you? Hey, hello. I'm doing good. How, how are you, sir? Uh, good. And we have also Anthony all the way from Ontario. Uh, hello, sir. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Good. Well, thank you good. for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Okay. So, Carl, you want to go first? Have some questions for Anthony? Yeah. Uh, so, Anthony, um, welcome to our show. Uh, please uh, tell us what you do. And, yeah, and, and, and we'll just go from there. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for the question. I am the founder of a brand called Above and Beyond, Bridging the Gap to Accessibility and Inclusion. I am an author. I'm an actor. I'm a speaker and a consultant hoping to amplify the importance of disability, disability inclusion, and create what I like to call a disability inclusion revolution. There are over 1.1 billion people worldwide that identify as members of the disability community. And disability is the only demographic with a fluctuation rate. Disability could happen to anyone at any time, situationally, temporary, permanent, uh, or even uh, worse than that. So my goal is to bridge the gap so to speak, and help the disability community and the able-bodied community come together and create what I like to call a collective prosperity. Very nice, very nice. So tell me how long ago you started this? Uh, so my show started in a, local, uh, in a local community TV station in 2015. Our first show aired in 2018. Um, so it was with me. And a, and a co-host and the pilot got so much notoriety and so much respect within the community that yeah, I was producing and hosting, co-hosting and then hosting on my own a virtual uh, show uh, as the pandemic has really you know allowed us to do things like we're doing here today. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that is, I think, uh, good side of a pandemic that you know we are all we all of us kind of use are now using technology which we never thought we will be using <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean uh, as we were talking uh, prior to the show dr moby i literally used my voice to activate my lights and yeah. for someone with a disability having the power to to use technology in a positive way and in an accessible standpoint really has been a huge benefit for me tenfold and that is i uh, go ahead carl yeah so anthony I actually serve on a 
eight level. Um, so I work, I serve um, on the Council of the Mental Disability Council for my state. And um, I'm also vice president of transportation. But, um, you, you know, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for your work that, that you're doing as an advocate. Uh, thank you. Yeah, you're, you're very welcome. Uh, there's a lot of times I feel that people, they just don't understand those that may have imitations, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, and so I, I feel like if, 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 if we can advocate for those that have a hard time getting their voice out there, and if we can be able to breach the gap, um, then we are making a big difference in a lot of lives. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's about allyships and relationships. Um, I always say that in life, there are no problems, only solutions waiting to be found. And as people with disabilities, we do bring a semblance of a little bit unorthodox uh, nature of how we do things. But we also bring to the forefront of conversation innovation in terms of accomplishing our tasks, um, no matter what the steps it takes to complete it. And no matter how it looks, it's it's about the satisfaction of accomplishing that task. And that's really the be-all, end-all of it for me. And I think uh, you bring an important point here is that, uh, you know, a couple of them. One is, you know, the technology. Uh, we can reach for the moon and probably plan to go to Mars. But it's sad that if we are not using technology, I mean, we had this technology for doing videos and all that for a long time. Uh, but we never paid attention to using towards patient care or for for uh, they had this remote technology, even drones and things like that, you know, the voice activation. I'm sure you have seen these voice activation for a long time. But look at now it is more popular and affordable. So if people work on technology, making it, uh, you know, affordable for people, especially make uh, you know then it will bring a good change you know so that is important absolutely okay, i have a question for you uh you said you're an actor is that right absolutely um uh, films are you currently working on right now i'm sorry which he's asking, which projects are you doing for acting? I currently have nothing on the go. I'm newly into it. Now, I I chose to get into this part of the uh, industry on a semblance of giving authentic and genuine representation to disability in media and in, in, in film and in TV, rather than a disingenuous approach of an able-bodied person or a person without a disability playing a role of a person with a disability. So that's kind of like the reason behind the, the acting part of, that I've done. I've been in a couple yeah. of commercials 
um, locally uh, within Toronto. I've been in a lot of commercial. I've been in a Kobo e-reader, print spread, uh, to name a few. Awesome. Yeah, because I'm, uh, I, I also am an actor. I'm a singer, voiceover actor. Ask Dr. Moby. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great singer, you know. You should really listen to his songs. Uh, he, I, he's my favorite singer, for sure. So uh, Thanks, Dr. Moby. Yeah, you have, you have to check out how, when he sings. He's a totally different person. He's like... No matter what he's saying, so I just give him uh, best. Uh, he, he he really surprised me with his singing. So yeah. So um, go ahead. So is there any projects that you're working on right now for, for advocating for people with, with disabilities? Like yeah. I know there are some laws that people are, are trying to work on. Um, <laughs> I think you muted Dr. Moby. Did I mute you? Oh, sorry. no, I couldn't hear Carl through the. Okay, sorry. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, uh, so um, I was wondering if there are any things that you're advocating right now, any laws that you're trying to get help get passed with people with disabilities, like any improvements or. Absolutely. There's always a semblance on the go here in Ontario. Uh, we have another advocate. His name is uh, Doc, uh, David Lepofsky, and he is a blind um, human rights lawyer. And he recently helped advocate the change for uh, driver's license, or sorry, health card renewals online because you needed a, a driver's license to, to um, renew your health card online. But because many people with disabilities don't have driver's license, we have in its place an Ontario photo ID card, which is an ex acceptable and equal form of ID, but for some reason was not ex um, accepted online for uh, online health card renewals. So he helped push that movement forward toward um, creating the, um, the semblance of the health card being renewed online by way of using the Ontario photo ID card. Now, I'm also the director of media relations for the Ontario Disability Coalition. And so we're advocating for so many uh, things like, um, for example, uh, ODSP, which is a disability support uh, for people with disabilities. So we can live on a, uh, a livable income and uh, many people with disabilities live at or below the poverty line. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're attempting to arrange that, you know, proper health care, proper staffing with nurses. Uh, proper support for people with disabilities um, in terms of, you know, not being, you know, last in line to receive care when we need it, mm -hmm. uh, to the importance of just having people with disabilities, having our voices heard, having our voices respected, having uh, conversations that put disabilities uh, on par with those without disabilities. Yeah, and I think it's important, uh, you know, I always say don't, uh, you don't need to feel pity or in any ways uh, uh, treat anybody differently. 
because I think they should appreciate your talent and uh, uh, or anybody's talent more than uh, what they uh, you know how they, and they should appreciate you know what spirit and courage are you showing to to even do all this so you know i think it means a lot we really appreciate your you know and salute what you do and i appreciate that and for me you know, what i do with above and beyond it's not a nine to five i don't check out you know after the work day is done i'm 24 7 365 and within my community people are reaching out for me reaching out to me you know asking for advice on a situation on equity on the importance of diversity on the importance of inclusion so in a lot of hr uh, frameworks they have equity diversity and inclusion uh, disclaimers mission vision and accountability statements but often access is typically hidden under the equity umbrella so the goal of above and beyond and one of the projects that i'm working on with is extrapolating access from the equity un umbrella and giving it its own pillar so mm -hmm. and if you transpose the letters you have idea inclusion diversity equity and access and it's really about changing that mindset behind uh the framework as a as a written statement and or disclaimer so to speak and actually demonstrating it actioning it into our community so we can create those allyships worldwide and create a world that is accessible and inclusive for everybody of all abilities and uh, you know we wish you the best and uh, you'll always find us me call and um anthony you're, you're coming on, on my show i believe the next week right i'm happy to absolutely you let me know when uh I can, I'll be there, absolutely. So my, um, uh, oh, I should be getting things back up next on Friday. Uh, so I will definitely message you and we'll make sure that happens. Wonderful, looking forward to it. And Carl, awesome. he was telling me he he's doing, uh, his next project will be probably a kid's movie. Oh, sorry. It book. is. Kids yeah. book. And mine is kid's movie. Yeah. yeah. And said, you know, probably we'll definitely cross paths and maybe help each other. So for sure. And here's, the thing. and here's the thing when it comes to, you know, kids, kids nowadays really don't necessarily have a filter more, more than the adults do. So when a kid comes up to me and asks me, why are you in a wheelchair? What's wrong? You know, questions lead to answers, answers to conversation conversation to understanding and understanding to less ignorance and really it does start at the grassroots having the conversation about accessibility about inclusion um and, and, and really trailblazing uh, pioneering and leading the way we look at accessibility and inclusion in hamilton where i'm from the percentage of persons with disabilities is actually greater than the provincial and national averages so the goal is to make a fundamental systemic and culture change the way we look, feel, and act upon uh, the importance of inclusion. Uh, now we talk about the importance of uh, accessibility, but we have to change a mindset to develop where we're thinking of accessibility from the forefront rather than retrofitting accessibility. You know, and if we shift that mindset, the, we have in uh, Canada, the Rick Hansen Foundation. And according to the Rick Hansen Foundation, the amount of money it takes to build a new building from accessibility 
from accessibility and its standpoint of accessibility is only 1% more of the actual cost of the building, as opposed to retrofitting accessibility into a current build is substantially more. So it's a return on investment that's invaluable. And we just need to change that mindset, you know, from the standpoint of also employing people with disabilities, having people with disabilities and our lived experiences valued rather than uh, looked down upon. It's about a hand up, not a handout. And together we can create this collective prosperity. Yes, very good, very good. Also, I want to, you know, tell you, you know, with the new technology, especially coming with driverless cars and, you know, for, um, you know, there will be all kind of gadgets in future where technology will be really assisting uh, people who can drive or or have a trouble because they can go wherever they want pretty much absolutely and that's that's a good look into the future yeah yeah and uh, you never know you know we might have other things which help uh, you know to do a lot of things which you are doing and look at this technology with computers tele uh, videos and all that we uh, we we don't have to go you can communicate all along so many distance and we can have a great show and you know still come yeah. up with, right absolutely it's the it's the virtual world that we're living in now i mean the fact that now we're able to do an interview like this has also allowed more people with disabilities to even be employable having the opportunities to work from home has been a game changer Yes, and I was going to say that because a lot of good companies and I was watching some of the ads uh, like Apple and other companies, uh, Amazon too and others, they offer uh, working from home a far better rate than it used to be. So, which is, you were talking about, you know, below poverty level. So actually they can do a better uh, working from home because you know you are more accustomed to that for sure right definitely and it's it's about the larger companies also setting an example mm -hmm. um in terms of having an accountability officer like a chief accessibility officer so that each and every part of our businesses are accessible you know whether we have a goods and services or we offer um an online store, an online platform, is our website accessible? Um, is our bricks and mortar accessible? And what does that look like? And how do we make it accessible? And we transition from a um, online world to a, a an in-person world. How do we uh, mitigate the, the challenges and the barriers people with disabilities face? Well, so I want to ask you, what do you do to, uh, you know, in your leisure time? Ah, well, <laughs> I am a, uh, I'm a baseball fan. I'm a fan of the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, I'm a fan of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, I love to give back to a community that's given me the opportunity. I'm very much uh, uh, a figment of gratitude. Um, you know, I was born with spina bifida and hydrocephalus. Mm -hmm. And at the age of 12, um, I had a surgery that had a success rate of 40%. And I was walking at the time, mind you, with a cane, uh, crutches, and my condition was digressing. That mm -hmm. surgery left me using a wheelchair there on after. But mm -hmm. it really wasn't a negative. It was an opportunity mm -hmm. to, to show gratitude, to show happiness for 
what was going to be next for me. Some 30 years later, uh, here we are today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity that I was able to learn about the importance of belonging. Mm-hmm. There's this camp in uh, Hamilton, or it's now in Put- it was in Putland, Ontario. It was called Camp Marydale. And this camp allowed me to meet a gentleman who I am now still friends with 30 plus years later. And he's given me the opportunity to just feel that I belong. You know, as a person with a disability uh, in a world that's challenging uh, for everybody. But as a person with a disability, I didn't know what my life was going to be like. You know, I was, I was, I went to regular school. You know, I had great friends, a good group, uh, good family. But this camp allowed me to uh, be out in the community, uh, escaping my comfort zone. This gentleman by the name of John, he says, hi, my name is John. Welcome to camp. And that really just was a game changer for me in terms of acceptance, in terms of belonging, in terms of inclusion. And we opened up in 2013 in Brindbrook, Ontario, Ontario's first fully accessible and barrier-free park. And it's Mm -hmm. called Marydale Park. Mm -hmm. So I was part of that whole process, start to finish from fundraising to design to uh, unveiling. Very nice, very nice. So also tell me, uh, beside your, you know, some of the projects I know about the kids uh, uh, and you also mentioned about podcasting. So that's uh, going to be starting soon. No? Yeah, I'm going to be starting a podcast probably within the next month uh, entitled Above and Beyond to continue with on the, the brand and the name recognition that I was able to garner in this community and just continue to grow, continue to expand, continue to develop the uh, uh, the importance of access and inclusion uh, within uh, a worldwide audience. Okay. I would be very happy to be part of any project you want, whether podcast or any help you need from us. We'll be very happy. Me I, I know Dr. Moby, uh, once, once his script is done, he was going to have me in his film as well. So. Mm-hmm. No, I, I was talking to, I said, we'll definitely, you know, I'm always uh, looking for, uh, you know, talent. And also we are always looking for a great team members and already extended my, uh, you know, welcome as well as full cooperation, whatever projects, the, you know, there are always projects going on. And, uh, you know, we always find a place for everyone. So. Uh, I think we look definitely for for uh, for further work with you on any level. I appreciate that. And likewise, you know, because everybody matters. And I think more often than not, as I said earlier, you know, it's not about a handout, but a hand up. And, you know, people with disabilities are often overlooked and overshadowed by the stigma, the stereotype, a lot of assumptive-based mindsets on the perception which is not really indicative of the reality of the disability community. Uh, we do uh, measure as the largest minority group worldwide. Yeah. So why isn't the mission vision uh, of a strengths-based approach more valued than it really is? That's true. That's true. So, Carl, you have any further questions for Anthony? Nope, I think that was it. Um, thank you, uh, Anthony, for coming on. And thank you for taking the time to actually talk to me and Dr. Moby about this. Um, there, there was 
one last question before I forget. Um, you don't serve on any like national boards, do you? Uh, I'm sorry. sorry. I apologize. I missed the question. Uh, do you yeah. work? Do you serve any on any national disability uh, boards? Uh, boards? Yeah. 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 So okay. I'm on our city's advisory committee for persons with disabilities. Okay. I'm on the board of directors for uh, an employment agency designed for people with disabilities. I'm on the Catholic Children's Aid Society for Hamilton as well. Uh, I'm an alumni of distinction at the college I went to. I'm a member of our city's order of Hamilton. So I have those uh, distinctions to my name as well. Very awesome. nice. Very nice. Well, thank awesome. you. Thank you, both of you, for coming to our show and then be part of this. And it means a lot. And good luck on your future ventures. And uh, we'll be checking um, uh, with you sometime in future. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank, thank you. you. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.